Welcome to Rooting For You, a seasonal gardening podcast for non-experts. I'm Tess and I know nothing. And I'm Elise and I know some things. Each week we'll chat about one gardening topic and then discuss the effort reward payoff by asking, is the juice worth the squeeze? Just a heads up, there might be a bit of swearing in this episode. You've been warned. raspberry episode was one of our most popular episodes it was such a fascinating episode for me as well because i literally had no idea how raspberries actually grow which is on canes by the way so if you don't have raspberries going yet or you haven't listened to that episode definitely go back and check it out but today we're talking about not pruning your raspberries now today's episode is a little bit different because elise is going to tell us why we shouldn't do something that heaps of people say that you should do <laughs> interesting (laughs) but first let me say we are all about people doing what works for them so if you get to the end of this episode and you think nah Elise you're wrong that's fine you should 100% continue to do what works for you just take this as food for thought okay Elise tell us about not pruning our raspberries so just to clarify I do want you to prune them I just (laughs) don't want you to do it in autumn that's the difference I want you to prune your raspberries in winter. So this is a funny, like our whole philosophy of the podcast is the topic that you're doing in the season you're doing it. So I'm telling you something I want you to do in winter, in autumn, so you don't do it in autumn. (laughs) Is that like, are we following that (laughs) That train of thought? Yeah. So when it comes to winter time, you have to come back and re-listen to this. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I'll tell you exactly how to do it now. A lot of people say prune your raspberries after they've fruited. That's the kind of common garden Mm. narrative. So remember in the raspberries episode, I said there was autumn fruiting raspberries and summer fruiting raspberries. Mm -hmm. So if you took the advice of pruning after they've fruited, you might have actually already pruned your raspberries in summer or now it's autumn, you might, they might be fruiting and then you're going to prune them straight away. I do not like this approach. Okay. Let's get into it. Why not? (laughs) So let's go back to the raspberry basics, which you touched on how the raspberries fruit on canes. The key thing to remember is once a cane has fruited with raspberries or whatever berries, it will never fruit again. Mm -hmm. So once it's fruited, you've got to get rid of it because it's just dead wood. Not the whole plant, just the cane. Just the cane. So the plant itself is, it's a bit of an odd thing to think about, but it's basically a root ball under the ground that will continue to send shooty uppies up with Mm -hmm. new canes. So theoretically, you actually could cut back the entire plant, but then come spring, it will get new shooty uppies that will give you raspberries. Mm -hmm. So it can seem quite brutal to just lop it off. But again, you just have to remember we're in the fruit game and once it's fruited, it's done. Mm. So... The thing is, is that come autumn, come today, mid mid to early autumn we're in, some of your canes may have fruited already, probably because they're summer fruiting canes. Some of them won't have fruited yet because they're autumn fruiting. And I find actually my autumn fruiting fruit quite late, like the end of autumn. So those ones might not have fruited. And then we have these weird variety in the middle that actually fruit twice they're called everbearing so you might have had them fruit in summer and then you cut them off 
because you think, oh, well, they've fruited. They're not going to fruit again. Those guys will fruit again in autumn and then cut them off. Mm. So the idea that you could prune them now and miss out on a second harvest is just mental. That'd be devastating. I couldn't think of anything worse. (laughs) (laughs) So, So the first reason I don't like this autumn pruning is simply because I want to make sure that those canes have done their dash. I don't Mm. want to lose any raspberries. So that's the first reason. The second reason is, is that raspberries, you know, they have the long wavy arms that we discussed. They're a bit of a mess to kind of manage in the garden. Like they're all over the shop. The old canes actually provide really good support for the new shooty uppies. Mm. So it's almost like holds everything in position. So I find that is quite convenient The other reason why I don't like pruning them in autumn is they've still got all their leaves on them, right? They're big bushy things. It's hard to kind of manoeuvre in there, work out what's what, get your secateurs in. Once winter comes, they've lost all their leaves. Ah, okay. So they're just like sticks. So it's really just so much easier to manage the job as Mm. well. So I think for that reason, to try and do it early for no gain and then have made the job more difficult for yourself is just not not cool not necessary Mm. i mean we're all about making our lives a little bit easier exactly and waiting till winter does that the last reason that i want you to wait i don't really understand how this works but it's a thing apparently is the dying canes actually send nutrients back to the root ball Ooh, this is the same for asparagus now we'll do a pruning asparagus discussion another day we should probably do a growing asparagus episode (laughs) first (laughs) but it's the same thing with that is that these canes that are dying like as much as they look like they're done as far as the plant health is concerned they're still offering nutrients and they're still helping that root ball grow so once they've died off in winter lost all their leaves and they're just gone gone then that process is complete Mm -hmm. so again why would we want to lose out on that Will that be the difference between you getting raspberries and not getting raspberries? Probably not, right? Like mm. this is not like – but, I mean, if it's a little benefit, if it's going to add 10% or whatever to your plan, then I'm all for it. Yeah, it's nothing to poo-poo. Exactly. So fair summary on why not to do it in autumn? I'm convinced. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I wanted. I just think so it's a no-brainer. So why would other people say to do it in autumn? Just because of the traditional – you prune after fruiting philosophy. Right, okay. Exactly. Oh, some people would also say like it encourages airflow around the plant. You know, we've talked about airflow a few times with like tomatoes and stuff like that. Getting the old canes out that are done encourages airflow amongst the Mm. other ones there. So, you know, I can see that. But like raspberries are pretty hardy when it comes to fungal infections, that kind of thing. Like I'm not stressed by it. Mm. That'd be about the only thing. Also, I suppose that... The difficulty you're going to face is you've got to try and work out which ones did fruit. So maybe it's if it's just fruited, you're like, oh, I know that just fruited, so I'll chop it down. Like maybe that's also another reason why people right, say. Right, so you only take off the canes that have fruited. Yeah. So, so you're not taking off all of the canes. No. Okay. Maybe actually let's get into the pruning. and we Let's can, get into how you actually yeah, do it. Okay. So now I've told you don't do it now, wait till winter. Come winter. All your raspberries will have lost their leaves and they're just going to be a bunch of sticks sticking up. Every single one that fruited, I don't care when it fruited, but if it did fruit, we cut it down to the ground. If it didn't fruit, we leave it there. Mm -hmm. It is as simple as that. 
I don't care if you're growing autumn fruiting, summer fruiting, ever bearing. I don't care if you're growing, you're thinking about primocanes, floricanes, all those gardening terms. I don't care. If it fruited, cut it down. If it didn't, leave it there. Simple as that. The difficulty comes with how to work out if it did fruit. So I got a few tips. I'm picturing mm. <laughs> <laughs> never having done this before. Yeah. Could you, or is this ridiculous? Could you tie a little string around the ones that fruit? I do that. Oh gosh. Yep. <laughs> I I do, especially in something like so. This approach actually is the same for blackberries and loganberries and all that. Right. But you know, we'll stick to raspberries for today's discussion. But especially in those bigger plants, when their wavy arms can be like four meters long. Mm. I sometimes find it difficult to kind of work out and go back. So, yeah, I tie a little bit of string around the base of the canes that have fruited. Once Mm -hmm. they start, like, forming berries, I'm like, great, I know. And then when I go to prune, it's so easy. Yeah. I did that for years. I don't do it anymore, mainly because I'm pretty good at just eyeballing it now. And, like, so it's just saving a bit of time. But definitely when I started, that was such an easy way to manage it is, like, as soon as you see the fruit forming, tie your little string around and, yeah, then come winter, it's just, you know, no-brainer. So then you, you've identified the cane that needs to be pruned yeah. and you just follow it down to the ground and then yeah. snip as far as you can get close to the ground? Yep. Okay, easy. Simple as that. So if you haven't been organised and tied the string around like you have are suggesting, the ways we can tell is that the wood – the, the cane, the stick, the shooty uppy will look kind of graying and old and woody and brittle. Like it won't look mm. as fresh as like the newer ones would mm-hmm. be. It might also be thicker than the other ones there that haven't fruited because it's older. I think the colouring is, is quite a key way to tell. And also even once it's lost its leaves, you will often see it's still kind of got the little handy claw thing that the berries were hanging off like a bunch of berries. Oh, yeah, okay. So you can still kind of see that evidence that it it fruited. Mm. So that's probably my biggest visual cue is just seeing, okay, this has evidence of a little kind of left and right shooty outy that would have had berries on mm-hmm. it. So you just got to pick what they are. I mean, if in doubt, leave it in there, but you also don't want – you can't just leave them all there, you know what I mean? Like you're going to get this congested – raspberry patch that's not going to fruit like Mm. there's no room for new shooty uppies to come up Mm. so we do want to get them out so I think try and work out what what's what and over the years you'll get I mean I've only been doing it for I don't know four years but I'm pretty good at it now so it won't take that long cut it down at the ground like you say Mm -hmm. then I'd get these in the compost (laughs) cut them down cut them down you've got to cut them down you've got to cut them down (laughs) you've got to cut them down are they do they have prickles on them uh, so some a lot of berries do. Raspberries sometimes have like these little like furriness to them that's a little bit prickly, but I wouldn't say prickly okay. at all. Yeah. Almost no. For all intents and purposes, no. Which is another reason why they're a really good beginner berry to grow mm. as opposed to something like a tay berry, which is really spiky. Mm. Good question. If you And if prickles are a thing, which they are a thing and they're annoying, uh, you can get thornless blackberries, which are good. Make sure it's the thornless variety. Oh, yeah, cool. And loganberries also aren't prickly. Okay. But most other things are. So it's a lot easier to prune them when they're not prickly, speaking from personal experience. But they're, they're prickly 
100 percent of the time, aren't they? So you just you're saying just choose an unprickly variety. Just choose an unprickly not, yeah, variety. Not, yeah, yeah. Not, it won't impact when you're pruning. Oh no, sorry, it won't yeah. impact when you're pruning. No, but I do have. I've only got one prickly berry. It's the tay berry, and every time I come to prune that one, I'm like, oh. No, that wouldn't be for me. No, no. I think I actually think I didn't appreciate how annoying it was going to be. Like, like most things in life, I'd grown a blackberry and a loganberry that didn't have prickles. And then mm. I was like, oh, Tayberry, I want to expand my berry offering. And I knew it had prickles, but I didn't give it any thought. And on reflection, as much as the Tayberry is great, like the prickles are so annoying. What do you wear when you're pruning your Tayberry? Well, something I don't care if it gets ruined. Yeah. But like maybe like a denim shirt or something. I'm trying to think mm. of something that you wouldn't also, you don't want to get caught mm. every five seconds on, mm. the, on the prickles. Yeah, I pretty much just do. But (laughs) uh, a good pair of gloves is essential. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and not just your thin, like, fabric-y ones. Like, I'm talking, like, your hardcore, like, leather ones or something. Okay. We don't want the prickles in the fingers. But it's not as best to avoid, I think. Yeah, best to avoid. And there's there's so many varieties that aren't prickly. So, you know. Do yourself a favour. Do yourself a favour. You don't need to be hardcore like me. Just, (laughs) you know, go with the non-prickly varieties. But with the raspberries, not an issue. Never had a... I don't know if there are prickly raspberry out there that I just don't have, but I've never seen one. Mm. So once you've cut them down, so once you've identified, you can imagine that this is a pretty quick like snip, 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 you know, like it's just wham, bam, get in the compost. Then the ones that you didn't prune, so the ones that haven't fruited, these just hang out all winter like Mm -hmm. a deciduous fruit tree. And then come summer, they'll probably be summer fruiting, they'll give you raspberries. Mm Mm-hmm. And then in spring, more shooty uppies will come up and these will be your next year's raspberries or the autumn fruiting raspberries. Mm. So it's just this like cycle that keeps continuing and all you've got to do is just trim out the Mm. dead wood. The other thing I'd do at this stage, this stage being winter, is I would give a feed to the plants, uh, some manure, some compost, some blood and bone. Mm -hmm. I'd then mulch them. And then I would do nothing until this time next year. <laughs> That's pretty easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the big question, is the juice worth the squeeze? This is where we look at the effort reward ratio of today's topic. The categories are superstar, high effort, high reward. Completing this will make you feel like an absolute rock star. Best on ground, low effort, high reward. Quick wins and fill-ins, low effort, low reward. And finally, the wooden spoon, high effort, but not much reward. We've had a few weeks without the squeezy juice, Tess. (laughs) Can you remember what all the categories are? Oh, look, I'm trying, I'm trying. So we're back. Let's talk about the effort and the reward of this. Firstly, let's talk about the effort and reward of doing it in autumn versus doing it in mm. winter. Because I feel like if you're doing it in autumn and you are potentially missing out on the autumn fruit, yeah. then you're really a wooden spoon. Yeah. And you're making life hard for yourself. <laughs> like, it's just so pruning no your raspberries in autumn is a wooden spoon. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> Hold your horses. I appreciate the enthusiasm for the job, but just wait three months. But then I think when it comes to the actual winter pruning, like best on ground, low best, effort, 
high reward. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There is high reward. I was thinking quick wins and fill-ins because um, it doesn't feel like an immediate reward. But, of course, the reward is just delayed mm. because you're making space for your new canes For to new grow. fruit, yeah. And really, like, the time it would take you, honestly, especially, you know, given you're not having, like, fields of raspberries, like, this is a five-minute job. Yeah. So it is, it is a quick win and fill-in, but I do think it's just – it will make your future raspberry crops so much better mm. that I, I do think the reward is high. What is a quick win and fill in, I think, is tying the string mm. to yeah. easily – like it's, a, it's just a quick job mm. to easily identify as you go mm. where your raspberries are. For me, that sounds like it will make your, your life a little bit easier when it comes time to. And definitely I will. mean, it'll be – obviously you'll get to the stage, it seems, maybe yeah. it's not obvious, so get, that you can identify them by eyeballing them, mm. but – while we're getting to that level of familiarity, mm. tie a little string. Mm. And, you know, when you tie the string, like, and then you come to prune in winter, if you look for a second, look at the difference. Okay, mm. these three I've tied strings around. Like, how do they look compared to everything I haven't tied a string around? Yeah. Because you know for certain, like, there's no guesswork here because you've done the string. So you know for certain that these are the ones to do. And if you pay attention to the differences, that's probably how I learnt the most like quickly because I didn't have to think oh I don't know I didn't second guess myself I was just like okay I can see quite a clear difference between these two plants and I know mm. which ones so, so I've called it a quick win and feeling but it's actually best on ground as well to yeah because there's, there's reward yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> there's big reward there but yeah it, you have to be you have to be somewhat organized yeah but I you mean you have to have your strings ready you gotta have your strings ready yeah <laughs> Rooting for You is hosted by Elise and Tess artwork by Lauren Janine you can find us on Instagram at rootingforyoupod or email rootingforyou at elisealexandra.com. And remember, we are rooting for you.